0: Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the world that the United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden. Where we continue
1: to, to follow the time. capture and killing of Osama bin Laden now. Those are just some of the scenes overnight as thousands of Americans gathered in celebration of Osama bin Laden's death. Former Navy
0: SEAL Rob O'Neill says he has thought about the mission every day since that May Day in 2011.
1: For multiple conversations you had with Rob O'Neill over the past year and a half, How'd
2: you get? And you described twice? that his head kind of exploded. Yes. When you hit, I, him. I actually hit him three times because I shot him twice when he was standing and once on the floor.
1: That is the fucking American
2: badass. Go go go! We are not going for fame and we are not going for bravado. We are going for the single mom who dropped her kids off at elementary school on a Tuesday morning and then forty-five minutes later she jumped to her death out of a skyscraper.
0: If you need help. Hang up and then dial your
2: operator. I'm Rob O'Neill, and this is the Operator Podcast. Oh, We are back. A lot went on this week. Welcome to the Operator Podcast. I'm your host, Robert J. O'Neill, former U.S. Navy SEAL where we are going to discuss everything that went down since episode 83, everything in the world we're going to talk about. I love 84. Everything kind of fits together for some weird reason. Whenever I see the number 84, I think of Gary Clark, who played for the mighty Washington Redskins. I was a Redskins fan my entire life. Growing up in Montana, we don't have teams. We don't have professional sports teams. So you're allowed to like whomever you want. And my friend Derek taught me to like the Redskins. I think I was in fourth grade, bear with me, when Joe Theismann broke his leg. I think I felt bad for them, and I became a Redskins fan. I don't know why. Burgundy and gold, that's why. Because they're awesome. They were awesome. And so I became a Redskins fan, and uh, number 84, Gary Clark, scored a touchdown in Super Bowl twenty-two, which was January 31st, 1988. So the 87-88 Season the Redskins won the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos. They won forty-two to ten in uh, San Diego. It G- used to be called Jack Murphy Stadium, then they switched it to Qualcomm Stadium. But that was a good game because the Broncos came out. John Elway like threw to Ricky Natile. How do you remember this shit? Because footballs can be awesome when you get politics out of it. Ten um, nothing lead, and then the Redskins came back and they scored forty-two unanswered points. Thirty-four, sorry, thirty-five points in the second quarter and. They won 42-10. to 10. Uh, Awesome game. I thought of that because we just had a Super Bowl. The Redskins just had a Super Bowl. Um, that was a kick-ass game in Super Bowl twenty-two because – well, for a number of reasons. One, because the Redskins won. Two, because it was always uh, – the Redskins seem to win Super Bowls when there's a strike. There was like a, a labor disagreement, and uh, there was a strike. like Three games were played by substitutes or scabs. The Redskins won it, but it was awesome because uh, – Uh, Doug Williams broke a lot of records. He was the first African-American to win the Super Bowl MVP. Completed 18 of 29 passes for a record 340 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. That didn't matter at all. Um, But uh, Gary Clark, number 84, caught one there, and that was just cool, I think. And I love looking back at stuff like this because you never know. I've talked about the butterfly effect, how... The, the littlest decision you make in life can have an effect on 30 years from now, 20 years from now. Bad or good, the decisions you make will affect you later. And it's funny to see the – the like I grew up with a, a poster of Doug Williams above my bed because I was a Redskins fan in Butte, Montana. I had a Jay Schrader poster, a Doug Williams poster. I had all the boys up there, Art Monk and Gary Clark, obviously Ricky Sanders. Uh, but uh, Doug Williams – on my wall, like I grew up with a dude. And, you know, I remember I was in sixth grade. I had appendicitis, had the damn surgery, but the, you know, the Redskins went on to win that bad boy, so I was happy. Healed up nicely. I'm not going to show you the scar because maybe it wasn't that nicely, but uh, that was cool. But thinking back to Doug Williams and then the, what a small world it actually is because it's a large planet, small world. You're going to run into people if you just stay in the game. Stay in the fight and stuff can happen. Make yourself available wherever you are. Be there. Because I remember when I met Doug Williams for the first time, I got invited to speak to the Redskins, and uh, my name had just been put out there, so I, people knew who I was, knew what happened with the Bin Laden raid, all that stuff. I did have a special on Fox News, and the Redskins asked me to speak to the team. I was walking down a tunnel at, um, not even at the stadium yet. We were at their hotel, so a Gaylord Hotel in Maryland, right near the stadiums where the Redskins stay. And I was able to go down there and talk to him. And I'm walking down a hallway trying to think of what to say to the Redskins. And as I'm walking down, Doug Williams is walking this way. And I remember thinking, I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to totally fangirl out here. But And he looked at me and he goes, are you Rob O'Neill? And I go, yes, Doug Williams. And I went over and hugged him. And it was awesome. I got to meet Doug Williams. I got to talk to the Redskins. And it was cool just talking to the Redskins because I was able to say to them, I'm standing in front of the Washington Redskins and like, Growing up, these guys are on my wall, but now I'm standing in front of them, having gotten out of the Navy after 17 years, and I'm still like the entire coaching staff is there, the team is there, RG three, Robert Griffin the third is there. And I remember thinking, oh my God, these are these are just young men. These are basically kids like out of college. Look at them. And I I looked at these guys and they're looking at me and we're all fired up and they're gonna play a great game. They're gonna win because they got RG three. And I said, Gentlemen, I was a Navy SEAL for almost 17 years. I was uh, part of 400 combat missions in four theaters of war. I've been awarded two silver stars for gallantry against the enemy, four bronze stars of valor, a couple other awards. I was on the mountain for the mission to rescue the lone survivor. I was the lead jumper and a tandem master when we jumped in to rescue Captain Richard Phillips from Somali pirates. I shot Osama bin Laden three times in the face and this by far is the coolest thing I've ever done. Right now, speaking to the Redskins, and they were all kind of laughing. And RG three, I remember he was up front, and I said, "I am um, not even kidding. Like, I just tried to name my daughter Robert Griffin the fourth. But uh, you know that didn't go over well. Being is she's my daughter, but um, that was awesome. Just being able to talk to them a couple years later too. They sent me a video the Redskins coaching staff did, where they were actually in the war their war room doing a draft. So this is years later, uh, two years after I met them. And uh um some of my buddies worked at the Redskins. It was it just just totally just badass. And then uh they handed it around the sink pretending to draft, and they said, Well, we need a ball. I'm drafting Rob O'Neill. And I was like, holy shit, Doug Williams just said my name on a, a spoof video they're sending to me. Just so cool, the small world. And then uh even after that, I was I was bullshitting <laughs> and uh, uh a guy by the name of Desan Jackson came up to me and uh he's a very uh, famous receiver, very fast dude. And uh, from the inner city, and he came up to me, and the coaches said they were surprised because uh, um, he never sticks around. So that's weird. He just leaves, and he came with, and he. I guess he had a very important question for me. Uh, he said, "So I got a question. You were Navy SEAL, right?" And I said, "Yes, you are correct." Was that the question? And he said, "No. What kind of gun should I be carrying?" And I s- said, "What?" And he goes, "What kind of gun should I be carrying?" And I was like, w- w- "None, man." Then I look back and I said, who are those six dudes over there waiting on you? And he goes, oh, they're with me. I said, what do they do? And he goes, they kick it. I'm like, you pay them to kick it? And he goes, yes. I'm like, well, then that guy right there is your gun guy. He carries the gun. Remember what happened with Plaxico Burst with the sweats in the club and he shot himself? Don't be anywhere near a gun. Also, he carries your weed and he stays behind you. So when he gets busted, you don't. I know there's zero tolerance, but let's be real about being real. Um, yeah, so that was awesome. Uh, I thought about '84 Super Bowl 22, the Washington Redskins, um, and even during that game, um, during Super Bowl 22, uh, Al Michaels was doing the play-by-play. Right, so Al Michaels is just awesome, famous for doing everything. He's and uh, I even thought of him on the flight back from Bin Laden's house in Pakistan miracle on ice and i may have told you this story before we're we're thinking about the greatest hockey team ever assembled which was the russian hockey team in 1980 have never lost since like the 50s and they're playing the college kids from the united states and they have no business being on the ice with the russians but on the in the third period um they're winning the united states they have no business being out there but they're beating them four to three third period ten nine eight. Everyone's nervous. Al Michaels goes, do you believe in miracles? Yes. As I was thinking that flying out of Bin Laden's house, the pilot came over the radio and said, all right, gentlemen, for the first time in your lives, you're going to be happy to hear this. Welcome to Afghanistan. So Redskins, Al Michaels, Doug Williams, meet the Redskins, speak to the Redskins. I was golfing this summer out in Bel Air. I met Al Michaels. And just to hear that iconic voice, and I told him the story, and he's like, really? You listen to my voice? I'm like, dude, what you did was more important than what we did. But that was just awesome, you know, just to think about the small world. And again, seriously, just be there and, and, and stuff does happen and meeting people and realizing how they're, um, um, you've got similar things going on and people are people and it's just cool. And, um, so, it, you know, got me thinking to the, the Redskins, they changed their name obviously because of bullshit woke because some white, uh, liberal attorneys in DC said they were offended. N- the native Americans weren't, um. The, the I mean the Redskins logo is from it came from Montana, from, uh, um, from the Blackfeet tribe, and there was a chief named uh, Whitecalf, who they famously called him two, uh, Chief Two Guns Whitecalf up at Glacier Park for um, tourists to check him out, and he was a war hero and a chief, and uh, they used his likeliness likeliness on the the Buffalo nickel and the Redskins uh, logo. And that was that was his portrait. And it was a they called it a it was a unification symbol for Native Americans. And it was awesome. And it was a warrior. Like you don't put you don't put it's not a logo, it's a it's a dynasty. And you don't put something on your helmet making fun of people. He's going to war with me. I got tattoos over here, similar, because we're going to war and you're going with me. You know, and that's that's the way we think of it. But then you get the liberals involved and it's like, well, that's offensive to to whom? To nobody. I mean there they're still High schools on reservations that have the same exact logo call themselves the Redskins, and it's not going anywhere, so who knows that's what I was thinking about um, being a Redskins fan, and football too. again, I was bashing woke, I don't care what happens. I'm still going to watch football. I had a blast watching uh the Super Bowl because I'm the big game. I'm not trying to monetize it. HTTR, but um, there was some stuff going on there, too did you okay. I love a good conspiracy theory because I think it's fun. And what we've proven recently is that the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is simply time. And we're figuring it out. However, I think we're getting a little bit nuts just with a lot of stuff that I've seen online, not just football, but with like combat missions and whatever. Um, I've been in a lot more combat than a lot of people. And they don't like to hear it when I tell them that usually the simplest answer is what happened. It's not complex. If you want to really get fucked up, make it hard. Over plan. Make it complex. You will screw it up. If you can keep it simple, I assure you, we'll still screw it up, but keep it simple. And sometimes it just happened that way. I was was doing a thing, an interview or a podcast or whatever, not mine, but someone else's, And they kept saying, uh, well, shouldn't Bin Laden have had more defense? And I was like, sure. Well, why didn't they shoot more? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Maybe we were better. I don't know. Well, shouldn't they have? Yeah, I guess. I mean, we didn't call them ahead and say, maybe you should defend yourself. We just went in there and we, you know, crashed a helicopter, blew it up, got another one, flew out, and it's kind of it. But, you know, that's how conspiracies work. But there's so many at the Super Bowl. I personally am not buying it. I mean, I don't think, first of all, I don't think it's rigged. I really don't. I think football is way too dynamic. There's way too many athletes that have worked way too hard their entire lives to script something. They're moving so fast. Have you ever been on the sideline watching, um, watching a football game? I have I need to give uh, my friend Paul Kelly some credit for getting me into the Redskins and onto the sidelines too and and, and Bruce Allen uh, they both got me didn't mention their names but because of guys like that I was able to I've been able to be up close with these players and see them and they are fast like there was there was something about well why didn't this guy just why did he trip and not you know tackle Mahomes it's like well because Mahomes is running 90 miles an hour and so is he and he juked him you ever get juked by someone running at full speed they're moving out um, so I don't think it's rigged. Call me crazy. I do I do think that um, uh, Taylor Swift will bring more fans, non-traditional fans, to the NFL. That's true. But, I mean, is it unreasonable to think that she and Kelsey might actually love each other? Maybe they actually enjoy being with each other. It's crazy. Taylor Swift chugged a beer. Oh, my God. She's a 32-year-old woman. Good for her. It doesn't need to be a conspiracy. May- I mean i okay and they yell at travis kelsey for the pfizer shot fine they yell at him what would you do if they offered you that many millions of dollars to do the commercial you know bud Light's throwing money out there too aren't they throwing a lot of money out there to correct it but you i mean it's one thing to say well f them and i'll never do this yeah it's another thing when they say or we'll put this uh 50 mil in your uh in your bank account yeah you might you might be wearing that blue uh Band-Aid around your arm. And then there's the, the, uh, I spice. She wore an upside down cross and showing the devil horns or whatever, knowing the cameras on her. And that's fair. Maybe I think that there are, you know, there are people that now that I don't think is a conspiracy. And I think people are leaning towards, uh, the wrong end of that one. That's a, I mean, they're talking about, okay, the upside down cross. They're saying she's wearing an upside down cross and doing the thing. Um, if you look if you and I'm, i don't know i spice i couldn't name one of her songs um i've never met her i might like her i might like her music i don't know you know what i'm going to listen to her music and i'll tell you if i like it probably won't cuz i'm old it might be really good she might be very talented she got to be talented to be there right but if you look at a close up of her cross it doesn't really lo- it doesn't look like an inverted cross up close to me I'm not an expert not a priest i'm not a bishop you know but I was looking at it, and it looks to me like a Greek cross. It, it looks like it, not said Greek Orthodox, good on you. I've been to Greece a bunch of times, love it there. Fine. I'm fine with it, and I, you know, I think it's great. It, to me, looked like a different cross, having said that. Um, also, did you know this, that um, the upside-down cross isn't really um, technically a sign of the devil? It is... Um, it's actually called it's 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 uh, even though it wasn't described in scripture it's described as Saint Peter's cross because he was in he was um crucified inverted on a cross by Emperor Nero you're impressed I'm not looking at notes I'm looking right at you right at all of you uh <clears throat> he was um crucified by Nero but he said he doesn't he's not worthy to be crucified the same way the son of god was which i uh, also i've never been crucified i'm assuming not cool but um saint peter was uh crucified upside down and then and i mean if that doesn't get you sainthood i don't know what will but they're saying that that was a um <clears throat> that was um not satanic having said that i'm not even comfortable talking about it right now with all this other stuff with the the block coming up during the concerts and then the the Hoosier daddy over here, and that stupid tweet that the Biden administration sent out with the red eyes, just like we planned. Whichever dipshit 20-year-old staffer that thought that would be a good idea, stop. That's a horrible idea. Taunting, whatever. Fishing, that's fine. You st- I'm just saying, eternity is a long time to be wrong. And, uh, you know, if, if, if those entities are... Putting stuff in this here so you can get something here, you know. I can get gratification now. However, yeah, I've never been to hell. Well, I've been close, but I've been drown proof, and that sucked. I don't want to do that for eternity. I'm just going to go ahead and I'm gonna, you know, I'm cool with the rock and roll sign. If we got to hook them horns, cool. But not touching that other stuff. That's where they're going with it. Um, but but <laughs> something to think about too, because we mentioned the Reds, because we mentioned the woke, we mentioned the conspiracies. Everything's got to be political um the um you know and i personally think taylor swift was just having fun she flew a long way and she's getting shit from the right she's going to private jet yeah she bitches about the climate change and the carbon whatever however again with the 50 million dollar thing uh now i recommend you stick with armed forces brewing company and if you don't follow them better that's a better bear it's an american bear veterans all made american armed Forces brewing company that is an ad that's my company that can't be your company (laughs) <laughs> um, but if someone starts throwing money at you, man, you might just change your tune. And the thing is, like it or not, um she will bring votes too. There's a like a 10% increase in football viewership just because of Swifties. So, and I could be wrong, but it's something like that, that's impressive because if she tells people to go vote, they might. And that can be dangerous. And I'll tell you why. Um there was a <laughs> and if I mention this too, just either just listen again. I'm putting out good shit here. But um, there was a time, I want to say it was back in 1992, when uh, there was a small TV station that used to play videos. It was called uh, Music Television. I believe the kids nowadays call it MTV. And um, they sort of this thing called Rock the Vote. Because if you're 18, you can vote. And that's true. The problem is, if you get enough people that are eligible but not qualified, welcome to the world, the fucking Clinton family. And we haven't gotten rid of them since. Rock the vote with Ross Perot. If you're not familiar with what happened, Ross Perot, third-party candidate, never wins, definitely disrupts. In that that case, being a billionaire oil guy from Texas, Ross Perot took votes away from a very rich oil guy from Texas named George H.W. Bush, the only president, president to lose an election after winning a war. So there's that, rock the vote, blah, blah, blah. But now, (laughs) look, and again, the last thing I want to do, and I fought Al-Qaeda, is get Swifties mad at me, nothing but love, and I don't tell anybody. I I hear a Taylor Swift song, it's stuck in my head. My daughter's lover, not saying a word. However, I don't think a bunch of Swifties going to vote without truth, without actually knowing what's potentially going to happen to their future, you can't just go down the line and go liberal because it sounds fun. Uh, 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 and it goes that same way with the right, too, man. Um, you, there's some hills you just can't die on, you know, and just you need to be moderate. The A lot of votes go away because of a suburban white woman. So don't be so hardcore about shit she might like. I'm just saying I'm not a politician. God knows I never will be. But rock the vote and just going hardcore party. And the, the issue is, if you don't go hardcore party, like, then you're not gonna get, you're gonna get primary. You're not gonna get the funding. All those fat cats from well, see the further you go up, Democrat Republican, it forms into like this almost this one I don't know uniparty where they run DC and they stay there until they die for 55 years in office and just take your money. Yeah. Oh, like I've always said, you got to be smart about being stupid. That's my conspiracy theory. That's all you're going to hear about that big game and Ice Spice. I am, remind me in the comments. I need to listen to some of her music because I'm definitely going to do that. It could be fun, and who knows? I hope I like it. Like I said, I don't just based on negativity and stuff that people say. Like like famous people say, it, it, you know, you're famous when people start hating on you, and if they stop hating, um, then you're no longer relevant. It still doesn't matter. The hate just sucks, and if you're Ice Spice, Taylor Swift, or just me and someone hates on and you're kind of like, well, what did I say to him or her or whatever? Not realizing they just suck, <laughs> but that's, I had to get that off my chest. Uh, the Washington Redskins, the Super Bowl 22, Jack Murphy stadium, Gary Clark, Doug Williams, just awesome. Um, yeah, so that was fun. We're going to get, well, we can talk a little bit more about you that. I want to hear in the com- comment section. That's why we call it the operator podcast. Use an operator. Tell me as a former operator, what we can and can't do. um, You know, getting into politics and whatnot and who's doing what and who's blinded by the light. Who can you trust? Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold and we can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they want you to believe. Remember that. When there's no one to depend on, it is time to rely on yourself. Not sure where to start? This is easy. Go to my website, preparewithrob.com. Preparewithrob.com, and you can get a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for $60 off at preparewithrob.com. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance, and that is important. Because when you need to take care of yourself and your family, sometimes it's only you. These food kits offer meals, drinks, snacks that are delicious and provide over 2000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. So check out preparewithrob.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free and arrive in unmarked boxes. With my Patriot supply, when you order by 3 p.m., the food kits will ship that same day. So save 60 bucks Per kit at preparewithrob.com. But as always, we are preparing. Come prepared. You got to take care of yourself and your loved ones. Not uh, not going to be there for you <laughs> if you're not. Um, and if you've been listening to me in the Operator podcast for a while, you're pretty much aware of the disaster I think this administration has been. President Biden's overspending and constant printing of money are two main reasons Americans' retirement accounts have lost over the past two to three years. I don't care how they spin it. The net net loss on all retirement plans is $1 trillion. Pension plans have lost $3.3 trillion in quarter three of 2023 alone. How about this one? Under Biden, the average American family lost $7,400 in annual income. That's $22,000 in total net after tax income that's been lost per household. 60% of Americans say that uh, their income has not kept pace with what stuff costs, their basic household uh, expenses because of inflation. For Americans who were planning on retiring with $1 million in their IRA, those accounts have lost almost $250,000. That's a quarter, 25%. Now Americans are faced with having to work a decade longer than they wanted or come out of retirement to recoup their losses. You can prevent this. One of the surest ways that I know, and I've mentioned it before, is with gold because gold is a store of value and runs counter to the effects of biodynamics, whatever you call it. In less than two months, gold has risen 14%. Believe me, I know the power of gold and what it can do for retirement accounts. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401K, I would trust and I do trust the specialists at Allegiance Gold who have the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry. You will not be disappointed. I know them. I've spent time with them. Their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Here's a great website to go to, protectwiththeoperator.com. Go to protectwiththeoperator.com and download my free wealth protection guide. It'll tell you everything you need to know about gold. You can also call my favorite phone number, eight four four us seal That's 844-5-U-S-S-E-A-L. Protect your retirement with Allegiance Gold. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase. Call them today and begin your stress-free journey toward financial freedom. That kick-ass website is protectwiththeoperator.com. Protectwiththeoperator.com or call eight four four five u s s e a l but the uh the the smallest choices you make can ha- can and will have an effect on you later on in life whether it's a decision you make in high school or after high school or college no college or trade school and uh you know decide instead of getting your ridiculously expensive degree in gender studies you decide to be a carpenter you know some somebody that makes something or we need plumbers um the decisions that you make will have implications kind of like right now too, because everyone's so blinded by emotion and social media. They're not realizing that um, not everything is based on how you feel, but on, on reality. And, and we're seeing that too. I'll get into the, uh, well, there was a report recently that, um, that Joe Biden broke the law and he knew he broke the law, but they can't prosecute him because he's senile. And that's basically in a nutshell, what it was said. And it's not, it, it was, it was an, it was nice. It's not an attack, even though a lot of people are saying it that way, but it could potentially having a president who doesn't really know where he is, is a big problem in the world. And it's happened before in this country, but there's always been politicians in politics. <laughs> um, did you know? Okay. So in, um, in 1919 Woodrow Wilson was, was the president and he, uh, he had a stroke. I don't know if he knows a, a really bad stroke. It was a major stroke, and it left him incapacitated. And he wasn't making, um, he wasn't making decisions. They were basically, his, his physician, Admiral Kerry Grayson, um, he had tremendous loyalty to uh, Woodrow Wilson. He kept the severity of the stroke hidden from Congress, the American people, and from Wilson himself. And he wouldn't sign uh, documents of disability, was reluctant to address the subject of succession where he's going to go. So basically his wife like ran the country for a year. His wife, Edith. So there, if you can imagine, just open your mind, a White House so corrupt, the president's disabled, but the first lady's doing a bunch of stuff. That's weird. I, thank God that wouldn't happen now. Oh, that was me sw- swallowing the frog in my throat. But I mean, so here's, it, it was in part this absence of... of um Woodrow Wilson, his voice of the president and unwavering support that the United States didn't join the, the league of nations. Okay. And a it distance itself from the international stage. This is right around, you know, 1919, 1920. And, um, without American support, if you can imagine the league of nations, worthless UN, by the way, worthless, uh, looking right at you too, NATO, but without a strong United States, it, th- it wasn't good. And without that support, they were unable to thwart the rise of uh, thinking of a name here. Oh, Adolf Hitler. Hmm. What did he do? But having having people in place like that, that you, this is not a political hit job. Here's a. We're not even going to get into how he got in there, <laughs> that goes way back. And it's international because there's a lot more than uh, just a few voters in D.C. that don't want uh, Donald Trump to be in office. If you know what I'm saying, we'll talk about that later. But here's a quote from uh, Jill Biden. She's the first lady. And uh, she's so in this damning report. It said that they couldn't try Joe Biden because he's affable and he's a he's an elderly man with a bad memory. Yeah, you know it's just Joe. He's been in office for fifty years, by the way, Um, long time. He started off um, as a member of the Newcastle City Council in Delaware. He talks about Delaware quite a bit. Then he was a a U.S. Senator for thirty-six years. Think about how old you are. 36 years as a senator, then eight years as the vice president. He didn't remember when he was vice president. He also couldn't remember when his son, Bo Biden, died, even though he talks about him all the time. And I'm not going there with that. But um, but uh, it was mentioned in there that he, when they interviewed him, they were being nice. They said he, he couldn't remember when his son died. And that's just, I mean, that's, just, that's something that sticks in your mind. If you can't remember when you left office as vice president, when you got in, and you can't remember when your son died, then... I mean, you're getting old man, just accept it, but they're just going to push them through there because they want that power. But Jill Biden said, here's here's a quote that I got. It said, uh, I hope you can imagine how it felt to read that attack, not just as Joe's wife, but as Bo's mother. I don't know how, <clears throat> I don't know what the special special counsel was trying to achieve we should get every give everyone grace, and I can't imagine someone trying to do something uh, political. Political points, and as Joe Biden talk, I, I summarize the end there, talking about how this political attack because they keep bringing up Beau B- Joe Biden brings up Bo Biden all the time, and that's how he tries to relate to veterans. He tries to say his son died in Iraq, which he didn't. He died five years later here in the United States. But that, I mean, they're the ones politicizing this, and they don't need, like. There are news networks out there that are so corrupt. They're just like an extended arm of the Democrat party. And they're, they constantly say, well, how could this report come out? I mean, have you seen him ride the bike? And he's, he's two stepping his way to air force, whatever they, I mean, they lower the steps to the, the, like the cargo hold in air force one. So we can hopefully climb that. He pretends to jog when he doesn't trip and he falls off his bike. He, he was with, um, with, uh, King Abdullah of Jordan on Monday, two days ago. And he, uh, sort of introduced King Abdullah and, uh, then he didn't know where he was going. He confused King Abdullah he was trying to speak. He keeps looking around because grandpa's behind him, going back and forth, doing whatever. And the this, this shitty thing, you talk about Woodrow Wilson who's not instilling confidence in the na- in the world, the League of Nations in the world. Hitler's going to rise up, but there's no confidence. So you got Joe Biden stumbling around, literally the, the, the most powerful man, allegedly, in the world, and he's staring down. Okay? Watch the tape. Confused. What is he looking for? Fucking tape on the ground. Why does he need tape on the ground? Because some fucking staffer who uh, also obviously handles his Twitter feed has to put arrows and marks so the president of the United States knows where to stand. Christ, we're all happy he didn't fall. But that's what they're doing, and then they come out here and they try to say, well, you know, they're just attacking this jovial old man. No, first of all, he's a career politician who made millions off of whatever, didn't produce anything, He's in China's pocket somehow. His brother and son, his other son, have been just raking in the money from Ukraine and China, making money off the Biden name. Don't have anything to show for it, but they've got tons of uh, LLCs out there, these shell companies, making money from China, going to family members. Eh. What did he produce? Nothing. Now he's stumbling, and uh, it's supposed to... What is it instilling? It's instilling Russia. It's instilling China it's it it, it it is making these um, powers around the world know, they know that now's the time and they have until the November but at the latest January of next year to do what they do and they're going to keep doing it why there's no deterrent we got rid of the deterrents there's no nobody nobody is afraid of this the, and it's all and again it comes back to Who's in the World Economic Forum? What 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 are the the actual elites, the banks that are controlling the funding? What do they want? What did Barack Obama say he would love in the White House? He take a third term as long as he can get a puppet with an earpiece. He forgot to say, oh by the way, when he gets so old, we might need to tape up the ground around him so he knows where to stand behind the King of Jordan. And I bring a lot of this up just because it can tie together the uh, the whole thing with the stories of meeting people that you. You know, had posters hanging above your bed, proving, again, it's a large planet, but it's a small world. And um, a lot of it's just tying together. Obviously, there was the big interview. Uh, Tucker Carlson interviewed Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Whew, That'll raise some eyebrows. won't Boy, they got pissed off, too, because, uh, you know, if you're a swamp rat, you're all Ukraine. And there's a reason. And they're going to bullshit you and say it's defending democracy. Is it? Defending democracy? How? The Senate just voted eighty-five billion more dollars of your money to them. Nothing, nothing for the border. Eighty-five billion to Ukraine. Because, well, what? What? Just think about it. Why do you think they want that much money to go there? Is it because we need friends of theirs to build more stuff, so the contracts, you know, get honored and we keep building more stuff? Because there's always money in fear. So if we can say defending democracy the spread of democracy um then we can just keep pumping money into ukraine and people buy it man people don't even do any research well and the shitty thing too is with a lot of uh, social media and uh, um, a lot of regular media a lot of print ap just put stuff out everywhere a lot of people just believe the nonsense but look at some of these people that they love to call war hawks that just love this stuff it's because what have they been doing in ukraine before Russia, you know, went in there, I'm just asking what what was going on in Ukraine? like I've mentioned before, I've been to Ukraine and everyone I know that was in the military and also in different parts of the government who have been to Ukraine or dealt with Ukraine, they would have told you that is the most corrupt country in Europe. period, the most corrupt. And so you got a lot of these both sides of the aisle, senior people that I think, as opposed to being worried about democracy, which they don't give a shit about, they care about themselves, their bank account, and their power, and getting reelected. That's it. They don't care. Democracy, they don't even know what that is, but they do know what they've been doing in Ukraine, don't they? For decades. They've been doing shit there because you can go there, you can clean up some money, whatever shit you've been doing, as a government employee or a uh, lawmaker. And I love how they say lawmakers. You're not a lawmaker. You get put in place by people who aren't elected, who actually make the laws. But let's go down the list here of some people here. Just to give you an idea, I want before I tell you all this, I'm going to tell you the name where they're from, and how long they've been in office consecutively. Before I tell you, I want you to consider how old you are. Okay. I'm going to turn 48 in April. So I'll be 48 years old. That's a a good, that's a good, I'm at the age now where no one's going to say, you know, if I get blasted in a drive-by, no one's going to say, but he was so young. If I just dropped dead of natural causes, you kind of be like, "Man, kind of had it coming," (laughs) with that lifestyle. But uh, so that's, but it's a good life. A lot of memories, different places, a lot of countries, a lot of, lot of stuff. Everything from football games to Super Bowls on TV to meeting my idols to going overseas to blasting people who are more famous than you are. Um, That's a lot that can happen. Now, here's a list of people who love war. Never been, but they love it. Just to give you an idea. So, our friend Chuck Grassley from Iowa is a senator consecutive time in office, 49 years, 41 days, 49 years, 41 days. Ed Markey, Democrat, Massachusetts, 47 years, 103 days, consecutive, in office. Let's keep going down the list. These are fun because they're still in office. There's a lot more names here that I'm not reading because they died in office, but like Ron Wyden from Oregon, Democrat, 43 years, 41 days. Chuck Schumer, Democrat, New York, 43 years, 41 days, consecutive. Hal Rogers, Republican, Kentucky, 43 years, 41 days, Chris Smith, Republican, New Jersey. 43 years, 41 days. It's almost like they all ran at the same time. I bet they know each other. And I bet after hours, like, you know, I know a place where there's some money. Steny Hoyer, 42 years, 270 days consecutive. Going down the list. Dick Durbin, 41 years, 41 days. He's a Democrat from Illinois. Marcy Kaptur, did I say that right? She's a Democrat. Ohio. 41 years, 41 days. Consecutive. Mitch McConnell. And he looks older than this, and it's almost weird when 39 years and 41 days consecutive in office sounds like not a lot. Anyway, that's how long he's been there. Republican, Kentucky, Warhawk, Ukraine. What do we got going in Ukraine? Ben Cardin, Democrat, Maryland, 37 years, 41 days. Nancy Pelosi, Democrat, California, married to the greatest stock picker in the world with zero insider trading, 36 years, 256 days. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's not bad though. I mean, you got to kind of think anyone who's been making, it's like sick, low six figures every year, even though it's almost 37 straight years, in some cases higher making that money, you shouldn't really be worth nine figures. They are a lot of them are, where's that money coming from? Oh, from defending democracy. These are the people that are sending your money, and, and this is going to catch up to you. We talk about inflation. We talk about printing money. Even Vladimir Putin, in his interview with Tucker, he was—I'll get into that later—but he was talking about when you're at a three percent interest rate, the power of the dollar. You can um, you can print as much money as you want. It's going to be traded all over the world. Russia was trading like fifty or sixty percent of their trades were made with the dollar, but now that it's going is going—they're—they're going away from it. Back to the ruble. Back to Chinese currency. They don't need the dollar. They'd prefer that it just keeps slipping because we keep printing. We keep printing. We keep paying for stuff that isn't real, that's emotional. Like people want a um, they want a balanced budget and they want uh, uh, um, to get rid of the debt and the deficit. But as soon as the American voters hear about what that entails, they just start coming at you. Don't take my stuff. We, someone's stuff's got to get taken. And We got to do something about the damn border if you notice the way they spin everything with the uh, gotta defend democracy they also say what we need is comprehensive immigration reform no we fucking don't we need a closed border how hard is that Well, we need the Repu- no you don't need the republicans one executive order you can stop it today they don't want to why voters voters are coming in and also militants are coming in you know that in this fiscal year uh, 24 20. Thousand Chinese nationals came. in. Twenty thousand in this this fiscal year. Open border. We don't we don't need comprehensive anything. We need a closed border. Stop sending our money everywhere. Stop depreciating the dollar. Worry about American the uh, uh, de- defense of this place too. If we have a strong country, we have a strong we have strong allies. But we don't. We get run over by the UN. They're in New York. Some of the best real estate available. Kick them the fuck out. There's some money right there. Oh, and all those damn. Uh, the migrants, the invaders, why are we paying them? They're, they are start, they're coming in from the north now, too. How many countries are involved? And it's going to affect you. Do you remember when Donald Trump came down the elevator and he said, uh, well, there's, you know, there's rapists and smugglers and uh, some good people, too. And he was just, that's where the racism started. And he was right. There are drug dealers and traffickers and bad people crossing both borders now. But because he's labeled a racist, we can't... The wall's racist. No, it's not. And it's going to... When all these illegals from all of these countries... First of all, they don't give a shit about this country. They're not trying to assimilate. You think a dude from the Shuriak Valley in Konar province, Afghanistan, gets over here? He's he's going to... Oh, I'm all of a sudden going to be a, a nice Christian and send my kids to a good public... School. No. They don't give a shit about this country. This is a freebie, baby. And now because they defunded the police... We can rob everyone. We can kill. We can push people in front of trains, and if we go, guess what? If we go to jail, we're out that day, cash free bail. It's so weird. It's almost like if you evacuate the prisons and defund the police, um, it's almost like crime. It's weird. You would think crime would increase, but they're going to lie to you. They're going to say crime doesn't increase because they're letting them out of jail. They can they can fudge the numbers by bullshitting you. I don't even remember the point that I was making, but um, the, but the in, uh, comprehensive integration reform, no. You got to get rid of the incentive for them coming here. And if you walk in from like, uh, I don't know, geez, even if you walk in from Central America and we catch here, put them on a plane, fly them right to the southern end of Chile. Maybe they'll think twice about walking back. And when they get here, think about when these, even if, you know, and I, I feel bad for families that want a better life. I would probably do the same thing too. But now think about your kids. Say you're in Colorado or Idaho and your kid goes to school and you can't afford a private school. Oh, but now we got 40 migrants in here. That none of them speaks English. Oh, and we would go to the emergency room, but it's full of migrants because they can't turn them away. It's going to affect you. <laughs> it's going to make you unsafe. And, and when the attack comes, and I, I'm just, I'm going to give my, that's why I'm going to dive in an aneurysm from saying this every single week. The attack is coming and they're already here. And it's because of the border and our politicians. It's not because someone next to you disagrees with you on social media. They're here. You think when China invades Taiwan, which they will, and we try to defend Taiwan, they're not going to activate every shooter that they have here in this country? They're going to attack our homeland. Get that through your skull. And uh, politics and sports are not the only things getting completely nuts. The, uh, the weather has been getting crazy. Uh, the Northeast has got drilled, ton of snow, and even for the the big game last week flying through uh, most people had to go to Arizona to get to Vegas for some weird reason from the East coast. Anyway, the, not a lot of direct flights going to Vegas. I don't get that. There used to be really, ch- I mean, there are, but, um, there used to be really good cheap flights to get to Vegas because they don't care about the flight to get you there. They care about what you do when you're there. They want you to gamble. I, I love the uh, wheel of fortune slot machines. I hope I'm not saying too much in this podcast where they're trademarked. I'm not trying to make money off. them. I just like to play the game when I get to Vegas. Cause that's where I make the money. But, uh, yeah, it's getting um getting funky. Some of the weather that the Phoenix Open was played too. Complete shit. So shit show. Can't even say that right. But just I mean with the uh with the weather and stuff. I was actually shoveling snow and I was wearing um I was wearing my hoodie my zip up hoodie from american giant have you not checked out american giant yet i've talked about them too definitely go check them out it's nice to have the convenience of clothes that will kind of work anywhere a t-shirt to the gym or my hoodie outside even shoveling snow getting snowed on and even when it gets a little warmer and it drips on you the hoodies up it's awesome they um There's different occasions, different clothes for different occasions at American Giant, but having stuff that you can wear anytime and anything is a must. American Giant makes clothing that fits into your life seamlessly with the quality. You really have to feel it to believe it. Uh, It's an impressive selection to choose from. Something for everyone, whether you're in the hunt for the perfect t-shirt. That zip-up hoodie, you got to check it out. A great pair of jeans. Um, American Giant seriously has what you're looking for. The the hoodie that I wear is so rugged. Seriously, I, I wear it. Uh, Shoveling snow, I walk to the gym. Doesn't matter if it's raining or snowing. I wear it in there. Um, workout in it. It's great. Plus, uh, you can put your hoodie up. You don't want to talk to anybody. Uh, listen to whatever propaganda you're listening to. No one can see your headphones. But uh, the quality is great. The fabric's awesome. It's made. Uh, it's made in this country. Look for American Giant. Um, it's. It, I've had it so long, and it just stood the test of time. Everywhere I go, um, there's so much. There's so much on the website. There's uh, everything for anyone, no exceptions, from hoodies and t shirts, leggings, sweatpants, everything in between. Um, Go to the website and uh, just check them all out. The full zip hoodie you're going to want, but they have sweaters on there that feel like sweatshirts. Uh, They got these brand new flannels, cotton joggers, vintage tanks. They're just a really cool place. It's born from a commitment to support the communities that, it, uh, that creates its products, keeping things local, ensures quality, accountability, transparency, and it's made in this country. It's not made in China. You know where it's coming from. It's a difference you can feel. You'll appreciate it for years. You know it's high-quality stuff, American-made. Shop the closet staples that you can wear anywhere at American-Giant.com. Write that down, American-Giant.com. You'll get 20% off your first order when you use code THEOPERATOR at checkout. American-Giant.com, code THEOPERATOR at checkout, 20% off. That is 20% off your first order. American-Giant.com, promo code THEOPERATOR. And we always end up, it's always it does come back to china they're the ones playing the long game the the chess game but it's always uh it always comes back to china they i mean they're the they're i think china is what i would call their serious and it's about world domination it's about buying up land everywhere from west africa into the united states trying to control the food trying to control what we can grow and it, a lot of help from the global elites telling us that uh animals are um you know Killing the environment. These are people that can't can you know can't fix homelessness, but they can fix the weather in fifty years if you just send them more money. That's the same people. But, but China's all over the place too. And if you, uh, the, the, obviously the Super Bowl again, there was an ad uh, for Timu. Actually, several ads. I think it's Timu. Yeah, and uh, it's telling the viewers of the Super Bowl around the world to download the app so they can, in quotes, shop like a billionaire and be eligible for ten million dollars in giveaways on the site. And uh, that's China doing that. Same with TikTok. And why, you know, the second that you register for that, they have all your info. And they're going to use it against you. But we can keep doing it because it uh, it makes us entertained. It distracts us from what's happening. TikTok, President Biden just joined TikTok. Put a, Put an ad out. It might have been during the Super Bowl, near the Super Bowl, or whatever. Uh, 100,000 followers out the gate. They got the President of the United States using a Chinese propaganda and uh, espionage platform. But That's what they do. That's what TikTok does. And even the new um, the new spokesperson, spokesman, Admiral Kirby for the National Security Council, he was promoted, spokesman for the National Security Council, said he isn't qualified to talk about it, but it's banned on government devices. As the spokesperson for the National Security Council, you are not qualified to talk about the President of the United States using TikTok. An espion, whatever. But again, 20,000 Chinese nationals are here. TikTok is, I mean, think about the algorithm. It's taught our younger generation the only country that hates itself, and it encourages you to hate yourself. The algorithm pushes that at you. Um, blatant illegal drugs on TikTok. It encourages racism, and it's horrible. Have you I mean, the people yelling at each other, it's, it's totally pitting um, pitting everyone against everyone else make and, and not everyone thinks this way, but on TikTok, the algorithm makes you think it's playing with your emotion. It's propping up China and and the algorithm is using artificial intelligence it's propping up china with artificial intelligence and it's bad i mean this is they, they again like These are. This is affecting outcomes made at the highest level of the, our American political system. And it's like they're not even playing. That, that, the, China's happy. They own this family. They own this administration. What have they been doing in the past to get owned like this? 100,000 followers out of the gate, now you're on TikTok. And then the same thing with Timu. They, they ran it, and it's, uh, China records everything. And, and China hasn't forgotten about Jim Biden and Hunter Biden. And TikTok gets all the access to all of your data as soon as you get in there. And people aren't seeing this. And the spokesperson all he could say is, uh, well, you know, we uh I, I'm not qualified to talk about that. It's it's uh it's in it's it's the, I mean, this is the Chinese stuff coming in there right in front of your face, and it pits us against ourselves. And and like even in the interview with Tucker and um Vladimir Putin, which I watched the whole thing, and it was difficult at first because it was like an hour-long um explanation of Russian history, which is crazy. But like Vladimir Putin was saying, look, China and Russia share a border and we have for thousands of years. We're used to each other. And he was saying, and that was Putin that said, uh, he, he, he's not an idiot. He watches, um, he sees what's going on. Also, I want you to pay attention to this. Um, th- It was a very, very slow start to the interview because of the interpreter that Vladimir Putin was using, the Russian interpreter, when he was being asked Questions by Tucker Carlson. Now, here's the crazy thing. Um, Vladimir Putin speaks English. I'm not sure if you know that. And if if you, I mean, if you follow things, you can see interviews where Putin has actually corrected his interpreter, saying, no, no, I wanted to say it this way. But it's, a, it's an interrogation tactic. It's a KGB tactic, which Vladimir Putin, by the way, is a colonel in the KGB, and then he's been running Russia forever. But if you pretend to use an earpiece and an interpreter as you're being asked the question that you understand when he's pretending to interpret it, you're thinking of your answer. And that's what Vladimir Putin's doing is he's listening to Tucker, but he's thinking about this. And I'm not, look, I'm by no means defending Vladimir Putin. I mean, um, you know, he's, he's, he's pretty much a psycho, but there's a famous story about this guy. You got to realize where he came from. He came from a poor part of Russia. (laughs) Not that there are a ton of rich parts of Russia, but, uh, he he learned some of his toughness. He grew up in a place where, to have fun, they would chase rats with sticks, big rats. And uh, he was chasing a rat down the alley one day. It was a big rat, and they cornered him. And then the rat started chasing him, and he ran away. And he said, uh, allegedly, I wasn't there, he said that um, he was fortunate the rat got so close to biting him, but he was able to close his nose in the door as he was getting away. So he learned how to fight like a cornered rat, whatever that means. But... uh you know, he's watching, China's watching, and, and uh, Putin was saying that um, he, he's the one that said inflation of 3% can print as much as you need. Um, but he said, Vladimir Putin said, once the corruption started when America was using the dollar as their foreign policy, think about that. What does is, what is the Senate just try to do with Ukraine? $85 billion. Once we started to use it for foreign policy, Russia stopped using it as much. It went from fifty percent of Russia's trading to thirteen percent because they went to they went back, like I said, to the ruble and to the uh, yuan, which is the 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 Chinese um, currency. And 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 what are we doing? We're undermining everything that we try to do ourselves in the name of uh, name calling or isms or whatever it is. While meanwhile, not only is everyone else propping up their own country as we're bringing our country down, they're trading oil, man. They're trading energy. They're figuring it out. They don't give a shit about the green bullshit that we do. They'll tell us they do. They don't care. You think China ca- China's polluting. India's polluting. Russia's. You think they care? They'll tell us we will. And we, like a bunch of dumbasses, will believe them. But like I said, they said they were around for uh, centuries. They're just used to each other. And, that, I mean, that that's basically what, what, what Putin was saying. And then, you know, Tucker got a little bit of trash uh, for not asking certain certain questions. Uh, like, I think Tucker said something like, well, every leader kills. I mean, leadership requires killing. Not sure I necessarily agree with that, but that's at the, 224, oh, sorry, the 20, uh, 2024 World Government Summit in Dubai. That's weird, too, but uh, you got to figure if... Okay, can you agree, can we agree, that the media is basically part of the Democrat Party? It's part of the left wing. And there, I mean, that's just... And it's so far left, they'll they'll even say, yeah, this right wing media nonsense. And I, I'm i I'm trying to keep telling you I am a registered independent. I'm not a Democrat. I'm certainly not a Republican trying to be in the middle. But it, there are a lot of Democrats that on, on the side of uh, of the Democrat Party. They're calling Tucker a traitor. That's actually journalism. I, isn't it supposed to be you'd rather talk to people than fight them? And he went and talked to Putin again. I'm not defending the guy. But, you know, Tucker went in there and uh he you know, he he's not he said, I'm not trying to lecture you, but people need <laughs> I mean, maybe he's on some. something. So, sometimes people just need killing. And I I hope I didn't misspeak. Sixty billion of the bill going to Ukraine. I think the rest is eighty five billion. I should look it up. Not gonna do it, but they got seventy uh votes in the Senate, which is huge. Um this in this state of affairs and how polarizing we are. It's gonna go to the House to vote on this thing in the all the money, but that, I mean, again, ask yourself why that many senators are voting to send that much money to Ukraine. I mean, I get it sending money, to, uh, you know, chaos everywhere. Again, weak leadership. That's, that's what's causing this, but this huge vote this in the Senate sending it, it's going to the house. Speaker Johnson needs to call a vote, which he will. And then how do you ignore it? Because once again, the Democrats are playing smart. If they vote against something, the Republicans vote against something that that many in the Senate voted for. It's going to hurt him in November. That's what Democrats are always doing. They're they're really good politicians. They're really good at playing it. November comes the vote. They're going to bring this up. Um, so that's what's happening. So anyway, a lot, a lot of the money going to Ukraine, the House might vote. I mean, they just voted to impeach uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, um, which is going to take up a lot of news too. But that's, again, shiny object. Look at this, boom. And and I, I think, too, that's a just a horrible precedent. I mean, obviously... They're just the answer is just impeach, impeach, impeach. That's not with votes from the constituents. But a lot of people with their representatives, they don't want this much money going over to different places because you got to figure the stuff going on with Iran, the stuff going on with the Houthis, the stuff going on with Russia. I mean, Vladimir Putin made it clear in his interview with Tucker that he wants to take Ukraine back. Can we let him? I, I mean, I Russia's got a lot more people than Ukraine. And And again, I don't think Vladimir Putin cares about how many people he kills. Uh, and they they will fight attrition. That's how the Russians, the whole, um, like the thing in, in World War II in Stalingrad with, uh, for every two soldiers, give them one gun. And when the guy next to you dies, pick up his gun and that's your gun. Oh, by the way, you behind them. If anyone runs back, you kill them. So a battle of attrition, they're not afraid of that. Uh, Putin brought that up. The votes coming in, you know, if we need to do, there's so much going on between the big game on Sunday and me going back to 1988 with the, um. The old Super Bowl and the the mighty, mighty Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. Uh, a lot of stuff we can talk about if we need emergency, if we can get to it. But just to, without jumping all over, and again, I don't have my notes, so I hope my numbers are right. If they're wrong, tell me I'm wrong. $60 billion is a lot of money to send to Ukraine. Why those politicians who have such seniority are voting on that? Just ask them. You know, hit, hit up your senator. It's senators mainly senators senators if you haven't been to dc there's fewer of them and they think they're more important they actually tend to wear nicer suits and their office buildings nicer too i've been in a bunch of those offices too met with some senators they're really good at sitting there and looking at while you talk but they're not thinking about you they're just blowing it out the other side but but um yeah, more to talk about with that too, and I can take better notes. There's stuff flying so fast, we don't even know if the house is going to vote on this today. As far as the spending bill, we know they're not. They don't care about the southern border. That should concern you. I don't care what state you're in. It's affecting everyone. It's affecting my home state of Montana. It's affecting the schools up there. It's affecting. They're coming into Maine, New Hampshire. They're in Rhode Island. They being the migrants. They love saying migrants because they they try to sauce up the word so they sound nicer. But um, getting back before we conclude to the interview with Vladimir Putin, I talked about him knowing English and and him, he being an interrogator and uh, uh, he's an, he's a counter Intel guy, KGB smart interpreter in his, you know, that's in his backyard. If you'll notice, he lectured Tucker for a while about the history to show him not only, our great history as Russia, but how short your history, of the United States, is, and also don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. I'm I'm finishing. He Tucker would try to pull that where he, he goes. That could be more of the translation thing too, where Tucker tried to interject. Putin would say, "Nope, we're going to do it this way." And it's one of the you could sort of see Tucker getting. I mean, not uncomfortable. I mean, he is in a spot though where you ask this guy the wrong question. <laughs> uh, you're in Russia, my friend, and and uh, there's you know we can go to prison here quickly unless you, you know if you're in the wnba it'll be a short stint but just the way that that vladimir putin was doing that i you know it was um you know a lot of people are saying he he's not going to stop at ukraine i think he will he did say he doesn't have interest in poland he said if poland invades russia which i don't think is going to happen then they'll fight poland i don't think they will i again i hey i was wrong about um Russia invading Ukraine. I said there's no way they would. They're going to surround them as a show of force. They're kind of happy where they are. Sure as shit, they invaded. And um, I didn't think they would. They did. I don't think they're going to go into Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland. Um, Putin, I mean, if he gets a win, you never know. I'm Again, I'm not defending Putin. I do like that we can talk to people. Nothing wrong with having an interview. And it's also good to see, Um, <laughs> I mean, he kind of owned the interview Putin did. And you know, regardless of what he's been saying, uh, you know, he kind of owned the place. It was, and then, then you got to ask yourself a question. You know, Tucker Carlson now he's kind of going worldwide. He was, he was like welcomed in Russia as the most popular journalist in the world by the Russian people. So who the hell knows? And and Tucker, you know, went to that uh, forum in in Dubai or whatever I said where he was. Uh, he's traveling the world talking to world leaders. Why is he doing that? I mean, he was mentioned as a possible vice presidential candidate. I couldn't see him doing it. But man, Tucker could do pretty much whatever he wants. and He's been proven that. So uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. And uh, I, I, and I, I like to, to listen to stuff and study things, even when I'm cleaning around the house, I do like to have stuff on so I can sit there and I'll have my notebook out or I'll have my computer on my thing and I'm taking notes and I never follow. I rarely follow them and I should, but uh, it's interesting. And I'm going to pay attention to, uh, to what's happening because it's going to affect you. What Russia does will affect the economy. How are we going to handle it? We've seen we've seen what weak leadership does, and man, the aggressors sure do get aggressive. And it's almost April, so you get, and you know, <laughs> when people start saying, well, you're going to get a big return. Return. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. Some people don't get returns. You just keep paying more. I think that's why I get so frustrated, too, with a lot of the bullshit politicians, because they don't seem to really care about the men and women in uniform who go fight unless that affects their campaign they'll send you there we'll invade iraq oh three do it we did it stay there a couple of years at Afghanistan, 20 years we'll do it um yeah but then you know you get out and then you start paying your taxes and seeing what these people do with your money what just the fraud waste and abuse that happens in dc with everything with the. Uh, the bureaucracy, the nonsense, the stupid stuff that doesn't work, the kill the cows or don't for the climate and all the shit and scare the kids and make sure. Like, they got kids scared of having kids because the climate, because the earth's going to explode. Gosh, take a rap off. But these politicians are going to tell you everything. China's going to keep pumping propaganda to your kids through their look at what your kids are looking at man watch out for that the anti-american stuff is bad this is a great country I've seen people on TikTok saying they can't just they got to figure out a way out of this country I'll help you with it you want to I will buy you a one-way ticket to any country in the world if you want to leave leave get the fuck out of here so that's my two cents and I you know maybe I'm just old and grumpy and you know I'm not quite a boomer but we get called boomers all the time and Maybe, the, you know, or Agent Orange is getting to me and the PTSD and all that stuff. too. We'll get into that, too, and also the psychedelics, which do help that. Maybe it makes you crazier, too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking to myself, screaming at the camera. No, I'm talking to you. I've said that before. But here's the thing. Try to be real. Be nice. Take a breath. And if you ever find yourself in Moscow... If you don't stand in front of an open window in a high rise, you're never out of the fight.
1: BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code Champion150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sports.